Gem Pop Podcast. In this show, St. Laz will bring you the unfiltered truth of what really goes on inside of correctional facilities, and he holds nothing back. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes disturbing, and always memorable. Laz will tell you just how barbaric, unnecessary, and damaging mass incarceration is, from the inmates, their families, all the way to the over-policed communities the cycle's beginning. You can watch all these stories on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to St. Laz on YouTube at st.laz on YouTube. What up, world? It's your boy, Mark Walter War St. Laz. We're going to do a super fact show, gem pop recap podcast. What's going on, brother? What's good, my bros? Chilling, I'm chilling. All right, you know, ever since I first even discovered who you are, it, it quickly became apparent that, like, you, you have a love-hate relationship. Like, as a musician, you had a lot of haters. But you also had like art, art and fan, the comments on the jail stories, love, hate. Well, have, have, has it always been such like a, a, a strongly divisive opinion about you? And, and have you always been, because I think that's a blessing because a lot of motherfuckers can't generate any interest in themselves, let alone. I don't even, I don't even see no, yeah, I don't even see no hate on, on the jail shit, bro. I'm going to keep it real with you, my nigga, on the storytelling shit. I don't even see no hate. You know what I mean? Any hate I any hate I was getting on rap shit, you know, I was the type of nigga dissing niggas. I don't give a fuck. I was dissing niggas. What you mean? I was dissing niggas. So you feel me? A lot of niggas felt the kind of way because I was never the type to keep my mouth shut. And just, you know what I mean? Not open my mouth because I was scared to get blacklisted. So I dissed niggas. I ain't give a fuck. I called niggas out, shitted on niggas. I ain't care. You feel what I'm saying? But with this jail shit, this story shit, it's so much overwhelming love, my nigga. I don't forgot about my haters. I miss my haters. I'm gonna keep that's, it real. That's what's up. But you, ha, has it been like that before me? Like, like, have have you always like like some of it gotta be the confidence. But 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 have you always caused like I don't wanna say attention, but um I, I, I don't know, just, just such a strong a strong reaction every in in all the places you've been at. You know, I mean, you know, nah, I be chilling, man. You feel me? The reactions that I did cause, like I said, you know, majority of niggas is safe dick riders. You feel me? So they, they play safe, they ride dick. You feel what I'm saying? They don't burn no bridges. They don't speak up. You feel me? A, a wise man, a real, a real nigga and a wise man once told me, man, be very careful of a man that has no enemies. Sure. No bullshit. Cause that means he don't stand for shit. He just go with anything. Everything's a go with him. You understand what I'm saying? So if a motherfucker if in this rap game, in this entertainment industry, you running around, he don't got no enemies. You don't got no enemies. Just like a nigga in the hood. How the fuck you in the hood talking about you ain't got no enemies? That shit don't even sound right, my nigga. You understand what I'm saying? That's not how things go. You feel me? No, I, I, I can dig it. But you know, another thing you know when you, you want to talk about the love of the jail videos or uh that vegetarian or, or or you know any of the ones where, where you're personally involved you know as opposed to the ones where you got the the mystery guests or or shy or whatever you know it is it, a sense of humor like you know like my, my wife watches the jones finds finds this you know not, not not what happens hilarious but the way you the way you phrase it or describe it is often uh definitely induces a chuckle have you always been you know you know this humorous i guess i mean yeah i I ain't trying to say like i mean i ain't trying to have a joe pesci goodfellas joe you know what i'm saying nah man nah i always been i always been a silly dude bro i mean since i was a little kid in school to fucking jail to the streets i always been i always been a clown you feel what i'm saying so uh, that's just me, my nigga. Anybody who knows me, they know I'm always, I, I always got jokes. You feel what I'm saying? I'm always, I'm always fucking making niggas laugh, man. I mean, I can't help it. You know, that that's part of what I'm, I'm getting at on the low here. But, um, you know, you, you just say yourself before all this jail shit. So 
what what was you like before all this jail shit? Like, what was like ten year old ass like? I mean, you know, I was growing up in Brownsville, so of course I was, you know, but I was a regular kid, man. I was ten years old. I was running around. I was watching karate flicks. You heard? I was buying ninja stars and throwing ninja stars in the trees and shit. Playing with sharp, dangerous weapons that they shouldn't even been selling the kid or for Belmont back in the days. You know what I mean? But motherfucking, yeah, man, I was in the shit like toy. I was a toy fanatic. You feel what hey, I'm hey, saying? Hey, I, I, I got I got to go totally off topic real, real quick. We, we get right back to that. But it, before I forget, so with all these karate flicks, when you first heard the Wu-Tang albums, would you know what, what movies of them shit were from? Definitely. See, I, 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 I wouldn't. People had to put us down on that. But, you know, but, all right, so, so back to you, because, you know, what made me even think of all this, you put up, I, I think it was a picture of a G.I. Joe. Like, you had a fresh, was it a Snake Eyes? What the shit is that? That was my son. That was desperate. Like, I'm already slipping. He falling his shit, gun coming out his hand, briefcase falling. This is why I want to take the nigga out the pack. But, um, yeah, man. I'm about to start getting my, my old G.I. Joe collection back, man. You know, so, you know, these shits is remakes. They remake the joints over. It's the same it's the same joints, but it ain't that original 1986 type of Hasbro, whatever the fuck type vibe, but you know what I mean? This shit it was like, on the jump ranking your top cartoons one time, right? Yeah, this that nigga Destro right here, though. You heard about yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm about to get them all, bro. I ain't playing no games. I'm about I'm not playing no games. Watch, you wanna see? I'm about to get that nigga Serpentor. I gotta get Serpentor on his vehicle and all of that. Like I see somebody on eBay selling that shit for a hundred cash. I'm just gonna have to bite that bullet and get that shit. I'm gonna have to buy that Zoom shit too. <clears throat> that Zoom shit, cause I need something that catches professional audio in the streets. Cause it's about to be summertime. I can't be in the crib. But yeah, bro. But uh, you, you know, like 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 I was saying, I remember on the uh, I think it was Instagram. You uh, didn't you bring cartoons? You you had like uh, Thundercats, GI Joe, Transformers, He Man. And I, I I remember you ain't have. I think Voltron was was the other one. Um, I and is is that right? Yeah, now I mean, like I, I know what me, I think it was a meme you're talking about, but um, um, you know, that's a hard one, bro, because you know, Voltron, like it gotta be a top five, it can't be a top four because you know what I mean it's G.I. Joe Trent in no particular order. It's G.I. Joe Transformers, He-Man, Thundercats, and Voltron. I think that's the ones I well, have. what about visionaries? See, people be forget the Johnson that you they had the thing on their chest and if you rubbed it it showed like what animal they turned into. Damn, I forgot about that shit, my nigga. I and, really, and, and and then nobody ever says GoBots. Like GoBots themselves the, fucking I, suck, I, but but the cartoon was like Visionaries had a cartoon though. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about that shit, but I had the toys. I know that. I think I had the toys on that. We looked that up. But um um, yeah, GoBots, now nah, I was fucking with GoBots. They was a knockoff Transformers. They was cheap as shit, though. You know what I mean? The, the actual toy. Yeah, but I fucked with GoBots. Leader one in a nigga scooter. You feel what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm on it, my nigga. I'm getting all of that shit, man. This is why when this is why when you a kid, you got to keep your toy collection up because when you get older, you're going to want all of them shits back. Shit, no bullshit. No bullshit. Old, old polo shirts too, bro. I'd be mad polo shirts. I wish I kept fresh. Forget about it. I lost polo shit. That shit worth thousands of dollars now. Man, That's no, 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 no cap, me too. Well, not, or if I ain't lost it, I, I just wore it out when I should have just I should have just kept it on chill status and just brought it out like every ten years or some shit. But um, you know, another John I remember you talking about was was you was into the comic books like that. Definitely. I'm looking at these visionary toys right now. It's just crazy. Yeah, people forgot about the visionaries. The visionaries was that I shit. I forgot completely about them. But I'm looking at somebody right now got all eight of them for $115. This shit's just looking crispy. 
Damn. Yeah, I, I could definitely rock with that. What 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 was the comic she was reading? He got joints with the with the chess piece missing. Oh no, nah, no, nah, you can't have that. No, nah, because you know you used to be able to snap that out and put another one in. Yeah. Yeah, because then like the Bama could turn to be a tiger or a bear or some shit. So you see this? Yeah, visionaries. That shit is one of them dudes. Damn, I forgot about them dudes, man. I gotta step that much shit up. They reboot that shit, it'd be diverse as hell. They'd be the 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 diversionaries. I think I had homeboy right there. <laughs> I don't remember, I don't remember no cartoon though, man. Oh, I definitely remember the cartoon. But it you came, know, it came out the same year as like Dad, Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, and Wayne Gretzky. They came on like either one, one, one was first and one was second. That's like Silverhawks. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, Silverhawks. Oh, I forgot about Silverhawks. I wasn't really fucking with Silverhawks like that because it came on in conflicting times with other cartoons. You just had to wait till all the new, you seen all the new Jones one and, and wait for, for the, you know, the, the next run on the next network. That, that, that's how it used to have to be. You get that before they had new, new, new episodes of the shit you like the best, you know what I'm saying? I was in what's the word? I was in what's the name the other day. I seen them niggas. They got they got the old school E-Man dolls back out, like the action figures. They got them yeah. shits back out. I'm looking I'm at sure. the dude, I'm looking at a dude collection right now. He got he got official shit. He got Ram Man. He got Manny Moss, faces. He got Moss Man. Remember Moss Man that was covered with with green. Like green fur, you got many faces. You got Skeletor. I buy this nigga whole collection. He got Shira. Yeah, see that's that's what I was about to say. My daughter watched a new Shira. You know, it got Skeletor as a villain. So, so I'm sure there's like a new interest in all that shit. You feel me? Yeah, it's a Netflix John. That shit. I remember this this He Man nigga right here, the one that looked like a bumblebee. He was the one that didn't sell the most. I used to see his ass in the store all the time. Nobody bought his ass. Duh. Sit up in there. Ironically, sometimes they know that those end up being the most valuable ones because no one yep. ever bothered to keep them. Yep. So people don't got them shits. I'm looking at Silverhawks right now too. All right, I'm zoning off. But um, yeah, these Silverhawk toys official. See, I don't remember what Silverhawks is. Silverhawks was a was a was very strong cartoon back in the days. But like I said, I didn't pay it too much attention because if I'm not mistaken, it came on at the same time Voltron came on. And it wasn't no, it wasn't no, no question Voltron. Yeah. That wasn't happening. You feel me? But niggas don't know, man. It was the spaceship Voltron and the Lion Voltron. You heard like it wasn't just the Lion Voltron, you had the spaceship Voltron too. That shit was fire too. I used to watch both of them. Spaceship Voltron and the Lion Voltron. You ain't never tell me about the comic books though. Which, which was the ones you fucked with? I mean, my comic book game was through the roof, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucked with everything. I've never, I've never been a big DC fanatic. I'm gonna keep it real. My pops is a, is a DC fanatic. More of a DC fanatic. And he fucks with Marvel. And I'm the opposite. I'm 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 a Marvel fanatic, but I fucks with a little bit of DC here and there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, only, I was like DC comic, only DC shit I ever really I ever really follow was Firestorm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's just the nuclear man. And that's just because the nigga costume was bananas. Cause I never was a big fan of DC costume game, man. Word up. I wasn't feeling a lot of the mixed characters, but you understand what I'm saying? Um over the years, now that I got older, I, I like a lot of DC characters and, and their backstories and shit like that. Like Batman, I understand that Batman is the ultimate superhero of all time. You understand what I'm saying? Because he's just a regular dude, man. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, son is the ultimate. My pops, my pops broke that down to me. I used to be like, yo, I like Batman, but he don't got no powers and shit. You feel me? And my pops was like, that's what makes him the illest nigga in the motherfucking world. He don't got no powers. He just uses straight technology and money. 
to fight crime and he's a fucking millionaire. He don't got to do that shit. He's out there fighting motherfuckers, niggas in the streets. He could be in a mansion somewhere. He's a real superhero. You feel me? I looked, I thought about that. I was like, yo, you know what? You're right, man. I mean, the nigga is, the nigga is like the ultimate superhero. Like, you know what I mean? Son is dope. But, um, so as I got older, I realized that Batman is the greatest. You heard, but, um, I was a big Daredevil fanatic. You know what I'm saying? Major, major, major Daredevil fanatic. Major. Yeah. Not average Daredevil fanatic. I'm talking about go to the comic book convention and dig through 14, 15 crates of comic books and take every Daredevil that the nigga had. You understand what I'm saying? At the Those con- are some of the best of, bro. Frank Miller and all that shit. You know, you know yeah. the dude who made 300 got to start writing on on Daredevil. Those are considered like the the best ones, and he made Sense City and all that shit. And then when they had like the good classic Batman's and the Joker's, that was the same homeboy that made Daredevil pop in DC. He gave him more money. Frank Miller, he really yeah, shit. I remember Frank Miller. He was the best that ever fucked with Daredevil. You understand? Yeah, that's in his prime. But it's like, yo. I fucked with son, and it's like, you know, it was a lot of spin-off, spin-off comic books from out of there. Like you had, you know, um, the Punisher. You feel me? If I'm not mistaken, like I don't nah, know. He, he, was, he was in Spider-Man first, but he was he was then in Daredevil. He was before he ever had his own series. That's that. That's yeah. facts. But yeah, and I mean, I know I, I I probably learned about the Punisher through Daredevil though, and um, Bullseye. Cloak and Dagger, if I'm not mistaken. Because I'm, we talking about, like, you know, a lot of dudes that was in New York. Like, Cloak right. and Dagger was in New York. Spider-Man was in New York. You feel what I'm saying? So anybody who was really in New York, they they was running across Daredevil. You feel right. me? Yeah, that was the, son was, son was the greatest. I mean, they have yet to make a Daredevil uh, movie. That I could, I mean, well, he did a hundred times, but the, the Netflix show, bro, I swear to God, it, it does have its ups and downs. But I, I, out of all the Marvel shit that's ever came out, it got the best action sequence. The shit where he's like walking through a prison and it's like this long ass 20 minute nonstop, one camera, one shot, one fight after another, brutal ass shit, breaking bones. I'm, I'm, that, 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 that Daredevil show on Netflix is pretty solid. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's, it's the best shit ever because, like I said, it do got its ups and downs. And then, you know, like that Marvel shit, they always got to have the comic relief, and some shit don't need no comic relief, you feel me? What's that, comic, a comic relief? Like, you know, a motherfucker that's always, like, making little jokes or, or you know, in this in the Daredevil case, they got the Foggy Nelson dude, and he always, like, doing something silly or... What you, you mean, know, like, having a, a wisecrack? A character in the show? Yeah, a character that's on, only job is, like, to be funny every now and then so it don't be too serious. Yeah, I'll be one. This shit's serious, bro. The Ultimate Punisher. You remember that old Punisher movie? With Dolph Lundgren? Was it with Dolph Lundgren? The one that came out in, like, 92? It was on TV, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the movie, like, the old... Yeah, it was with Dolph Lundgren. And he wasn't allowed to wear the skull, right? Yeah. That shit was the greatest... That was the greatest Punisher movie of all time. You know the one that got Thomas Jane in it? Yeah, I think it was I like... Know, the, I know I've seen a couple of them shits, but that it got, shit... It got John Travolta in it as a bad guy. You ever seen that one? Nah. Uh, see, see, it, it, it's an eye movie, but but the John is geeked out as it's all in Tampa. And when I moved to Tampa, I, I was recognizing all this shit because I seen it in the Punisher movie. And, and I don't know, that shit don't got no point. But that shit was geeked out to me. They they, they say motherfuckers be down Georgia man. going to all the Marvel sites and shit. That nineties motherfucking Punisher movie, that shit was outstanding. Word. So, so like if that hundred times. I watched that a hundred times, but I watched it another hundred times. So you know, if anybody ain't get the point of all this shit, Laz ain't just nobody that's no rapper, somebody that beats with rappers, or somebody that went to jail or prison. Lazarus human being and that was basically the point my brother because I think a lot of times people don't get to see just the regular side you know what I mean nah man I mean I'm a I'm a nerd at heart nerd I'm a I'm a comic book 
I'm a comic book motherfucking Marvel Transformer G.I. Joe kid at heart, man. You heard I'm a Gemini, man. We we youthful motherfuckers, but I'm definitely a kid at heart, my nigga. Like, you know, I'm buy I'll buy shit to fuck with myself. You feel me? Like, I buy Destro just to fuck with the nigga myself. You heard? So it's like that's 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 what life is. That's the good part of life, my bro. And you could just, you know, enjoy enjoy the little things in life. I don't need yeah, cause it, it ain't all jail and prison shit. And like, you know, one thing people might, you know, get in their head that, oh, you the jail guy or you the prison guy, but you also the ain't going back to prison guy too, which motherfuckers don't know how hard that shit is. No, no, I ain't never go back up north. I mean, I don't, I'm good. But um, even when I was in jail, my nigga, even when I was in prison, I used to make my mom send me fucking... GameStop magazine, fucking uh, comic books, fucking um, niggas used to know me for that. Like when this nigga began comic books in, in the mail, I ain't never stopped. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, when I was in jail, I was still having Daredevil comic books and Spider-Man comic books sent up to me. My mom's like, yo, I need to send me the latest five Daredevils and the latest five fucking Spider-Mans. You feel what I'm saying? I have a collection of shit in the jail. I used to be letting dudes read them shit and shit. Like, I mean, and and, 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 I, and I be making my kids read comic books. Like, you feel me? Because the vocabulary in them shit is through the roof. That's how yeah, I the mean. adjectives and shit, no bullshit. I did learn mad words from comic books. You ain't never lie. I never even thought of that. I think I was reading on college level when I was in third grade. I took, when I took a, um, aptitude tests and all of that good shit when I was a kid. The niggas came back and told my moms I was reading on 12th grade level when I was 10 and I was nine or however you are, when, however old you are, eight, however old you are when you when you in the third grade. You feel what I'm saying? I was reading on a fucking college level. You know why? Because all I read was fucking comic books, my nigga. Daredevil. So, so then let me ask you this thing, because th th this used to happen to me. I'm curious if this happened to you, because I was at an accelerated reading level, too. Did you ever get frustrated that, like, them shit would be over too quick? What, comic books? Yeah. Like, I, I get done reading them too fast. And wish, and wish there was more of them shit. Listen, this is why I used to go to, um, I forgot the name of this comic book store that's in Manhattan. I think it's Midtown, yeah, Midtown Comics. I used to go to that shit, my nigga. And you know, they be having the bins where, you know, comic books that's dumb cheap. That right. Nobody really wants. And I go in that shit, my bro, I be buying $20. This is in the, this was in the, in the, in the 80s. I be buying, tw even in the 90s, the early, very early 90s, I be buying $20 worth of, I go in the bin, it just be like three, four dollar, two, four dollar. They be bugging the fuck out. I get them. It was twenty dollars, and I just leave with a with a with a stack like this. You heard? Right. Like twelve Daredevils, ten X Men. I was reading. See, I'm different. My shit was fucking with cloak and dagger. They got a series on Hulu. I watched the first episode, but I can't. Like I said, like you know what I mean. Certain comic books, man. I don't. I don't. I can't really get into the TV show with them. But I used to read Cloak and Dagger viciously, and I used to love Cloak and Dagger. And I used to read um Moon uh, um a character named Moonlight. 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 He, he he coming out with a show. Fire is costume on the planet Earth. You understand what I'm saying? I yeah. learned about him through Daredevil, if I'm not mistaken. He was in the Daredevil, and that's how I found out about the nigga. But Moonlight, um, I used to fucking read long shot. Certain shit niggas ain't never ain't gonna remember my nigga. But you know the nigga from I think that's the nigga from. What's the shit with the little the little wood creature? Guardians of the Galaxy. That's Marvel or DC? Marvel. I, I ain't, they're from the 70s, bro. I, but I ain't never heard of them until the movie. Is that Longshot, though? Is that his name? Nah, Star-Lord. Um, Star Rocket Raccoon, Brute. Now, now, now I'll be all sexist because I can't remember the girl names. I know I one of them is always so dumb. Let me tell you, the, the Marvel, the old school Marvel name characters, shit's 
dumb sexist and racist. Yeah. Crib, you know, that was the 60s and the 70s and shit, but like I got a Marvel Universe in my crib. They old dance, son. Pie face with Asian character, like they they OD, but you know, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of things going on then. But um, yeah, man, shit crazy. But um, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit in the Marvel old school Marvel comics and shit. It's a lot of it was a lot of stereotypical shit, stereotypes. You understand what I'm saying? Marvel and DC, all these comics. But I, I used to say the same thing about wrestling, though. Hell yeah! Oh, come on, bro, Kamala. You understand what I'm saying? The Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik, motherfucking. Uh, Shit, gorgeous, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. That shit was terrible. And that shit was on some other shit. Mount Fiji. Come on, my Macho Man Randy Savage used to be treating Elizabeth. That shit could never fly today. Oh, yeah. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, you, you watch the, the old shit today. I mean, Matt Matt shit be like that, though. But I mean, it, it is. We, we ain't have shit else to watch, so I guess I guess can't nobody judge it for that shit. What the fuck else was we supposed to watch? Listen, when I step up, <clears throat> when I step out that on that stage, when I get in that squared circle, the WrestleMania 14, you're gonna see what the Macho Man can do. Isn't that right, Elizabeth? That nigga was crazy, son. Forget yeah. about it. That's when wrestling was wrestling. Let me tell you something. He used bro. to shake the shit out of her, too. He was well, you the Hulk. He'd be like this. Ooh, yeah. The Macho Man. I remember the first time, the first match that nigga ever had in the WWF, my nigga. That shit was legendary. Because I used to, like, my step pops, man, that nigga had me watching AWA. Way before um, NWA and WWF and all of that good shit. It was That's like, like with Bammers and shit. Yeah, I know about it. No, AWA was the realest wrestling on the fucking planet. WWF came in with the theatrics and the dumb shit. But AWA, that shit wasn't no gimmicks. Wasn't It was just niggas banging. And that's where the Road Warriors <laughs> came from. You understand what I'm saying? The Road Warriors was in the AWA. So we used to have to watch that AWA to see the Road Warriors, and they was the hottest niggas in the game. Ric Flair, uh, 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 all of them niggas came from the AWA. When they went to the um, WWF, that's when the theatrics started on that. But I remember when Macho Man had his first match, and that nigga, um, that nigga jumped off the top rope and smashed somebody, and all the managers came out. Mr. Fuji, you understand what I'm saying? All of the managers came out like, who is this? Lou Albano and shit. Hell yeah, that shit was legendary. And that nigga was like, I got a manager already, Elizabeth. You heard that shit was fire, but that's when that, that's when that shit was fire, fire, bro. You understand? Know I was a wrestling fanatic. Forget about it, nigga. Forget about it. I was a Hulkamaniac, nerd. I was a Hulkamaniac. I mean, forget about it. I was fucking with Mr. T heavy, but Mr. T was fucking around. You understand what I'm saying? Like a million dollar man and Virgil. Million Dollar Man, Mr. Perfect was my Zeus, favorite. Zeus before he was Devo, Ravishing Rick Rude. Ravishing Rick Rude, Roddy Piper. Now, I mean, Ultimate I, Warrior was my favorite. Yeah, see, now, I mean, see, that's when, you know, that's when, when Ultimate Warrior came in, that's when I was starting to slot out of wrestling, and that was the new generation of wrestling that was coming in, Ultimate Warrior and stuff like that. But... When I was when I was really fucking with it, you had I, that's when it was the Iron Sheep, Hulk Hogan, Nikolai Volkov. You understand what I'm saying? Junkyard Dog, Junkyard Dog, SD Delivery Jones. You understand what I'm saying? Special Delivery Jones, motherfucking um, Bob Backlund. You feel what I'm saying? Bob Backlund was my 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 favorite nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Bob Backlund, he was the king before Hulk Hogan. You understand what I'm saying? It was Bob Backlund. Then, um... You ain't never got none of them, Jones, did you? Nah. Nah, I always wanted to, though. I always wanted to, but... I, I only got to go to one. It was a D.C. Jones. It was, it was in D.C. and it wasn't on TV or nothing. So, like, the best wrestler there was, like, some C-level Bama. 
I went to sumo wrestling. I seen sumo wrestling in real life in Madison Square Garden, but that shit was fired on me. Keep it real with you, my nigga. Sumo wrestling is fire. If you go to a sumo wrestling event, that shit be popping, my nigga. The niggas be yeah. banging. Yeah. They be banging. Yeah, like, wrestling, baby, banging, bro. That shit is fire. I mean, but um, yeah, bro. I you, mean, you, you don't watch like UFC or nothing, do you? Nah, I mean, I told you I used to do the theme song for um for Pride Fighting. So when I had the theme song of Pride Fighting, I was watching it. That shit too brutal for me, my nigga. I'm gonna keep real. Uh, I was about to say you look up glory if you like sumo wrestling. I was about to say you look up glory kickboxing. You can watch them jumps for free on YouTube, but uh. Yeah, if, you, if you're like brutal, brutal, that shit is that shit is brutal. Yeah, I be I, I used to watch all of that shit. I'm talking about like nowadays, I can't watch all of that. Like, yeah, I'm good with combat sports, bro. I stopped watching like the knockout videos and shit on on social media. Even boxing, like we lost so many boxes in the last couple of years, man. And there'll you know, be no good boxing shit. matches. That should be rough. I mean, it'd be great boxing matches, but you know they'd be underground. It'd yeah, be some they're wars, so underground. Man. I ain't never heard of them. It'd be wars. Niggas don't even be knowing. Like on motherfucking uh uh ESPN and shit like that. It'd be wars, my nigga. It'd be wars with from fighters that five years from now they gonna be that nigga. You I mean, I mean that that might be true, and I, I gave a mad chances, but it'd be too many duds. I mean, boxing is too much about protecting the motherfucker, so we got to undefeat the record so we can get a title shot. That, that should be fucking it up. The UFC, they be making them go, go at each other. I mean, you know, some boxes ain't, ain't like that, though. Some boxes, they ain't ducking no fights. You know what I'm saying? You got some boxes out there, they ain't ducking no fights, my nigga. And there's some good boxes. Errol Spence, um, Cash Crawford, Tyson Shields, Tyson Yeah, but you also got to understand that there's also a business, too. It's like, if you got the title... Right, you are you the title holder. You get a certain level of money per fight, right? You're not really trying to drop back down to um, contender, con the contender bag. You want the champ bag. So when the nigga be the champ, he ain't in a rush to fight every motherfucker because another nigga might, you know, if there's a if there's another contender that is a high possibility he could win. Nigga trying to nigga trying to hold on to that bag. So for for at least two years, a nigga gonna want to tour, go around places, tour the world, see the world as the heavyweight champion of the world or as the lightweight champion of the world. He gonna want to go around and introduce himself, get money, make connections, and secure his motherfucking um his bag for the rest of his career while he has the belt. So it would be foolish to have the belt and you jumping in the ring with a nigga every eight months. You understand what I'm saying? That's a murderer. So you got to take it easy, my nigga. You got to defend your title two or three times. Win. You feel what I'm saying? Not easy fights, but fights that you know you can win. You understand what I'm saying? And go get your bag. Get that money from the, from winning them fights. Get that money from your endorsements. Niggas ain't going to be giving you endorsements if you don't have the belt. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you win the belt and in eight months you get knocked out, now if Pepsi pulling back motherfucking uh the gap levi's pulling back you're not the champ no more so you got to protect your endorsements you got to protect your bag so shit becomes a business my nigga you understand what i'm saying so i understand why some dudes they be chilling and it seems like they ducking niggas but it's they trying to get to their bag and once they secure their bag then it's on you feel what i'm saying but shit, rough, man. shit before we get out of here though let me ask you some uh I mean, I'm not going to call them gem pop questions now. We're just going to say web series, bro, because you got to whack up now. So, like, I know as you've been co concentrating on the Brooklyn legacy a little bit more recently. What, what, is there any particular reasoning behind that? No, nah, man, you know, I just, I, I put out the content as I get it, man. Like, you know, if I do an interview with a dude and that shit is an hour long, you know, I got three different episodes that I'm going to put out. So I put them shits out. You feel what I'm saying? And I can honestly say, uh, when I put other stuff out, like Rikers Island Legends, Brooklyn Legacy, you know, they make it less viewership. It make it less views and less interaction as my straight shit. But I don't care because it, ain't just, about, it ain't just about views. It's about fucking dope-ass content. And preserving that shit. Yeah, like, I'm talking about 
excellent. That's all I care about, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I have now, I'm keeping real with you. I have now become obsessed with getting the dopest fucking content I can get. Like, it's an art now. It's a new art form that I'm into. Like, not only do I need the interview and the story, but I need that shit to be fucking legendary. You understand what I'm saying? So everything, every upload, I need that shit to be legendary content, at least to people that's from, you know, or, you know, it may, it may not be legendary to everyone from around the world in the country because they don't understand certain things, but I know what's legendary. So, you know what I mean? Brooklyn is tuned in. New York is tuned in. You feel what I'm saying? I got people from all around the world watching this shit. I mean, the country watching this shit. I'm happy. I appreciate the shit. The world, too. You feel me? The niggas be checking in for Bahamas and France and things of that nature in the UK all the time. But, I mean, the bottom line is, though, bro, content. Dope-ass content. That's all I care about, my nigga. Even when we doing shit like this, the type of shit we speaking about, this shit is dope content. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's all I care. As long as I'm doing that, I can't be mad. As long as I got something of substance for people to listen to that's dope, that's all I care about, my nigga. Real talk, what? but now that Brooklyn, Brooklyn legacy means a lot to me, my nigga. You know what I mean? Because there's so much untold stories in Brooklyn. Like somebody hit me up today, I'm gonna read you this shit, it's just dope. You know what I mean? Somebody hit me up today, he said, and this is exactly why I'm doing this, that's why I'm gonna read this. Oh, did I forget to respond to this? Oh. Yeah, but like this dude hit me, he was like, yo, salute my brother. Um, to me, the best thing to watch in this YouTube was Kev Mac videos from the West Coast. His formula of breaking down history of hoods out there and interviewing OGs was a winning formula. Your joint is just as good as his, and I salute you, my brother. We needed something like this for Brooklyn because the majority of joints is about uptown, in my opinion. Shedding light on the almost forgotten history of Fort Greene where your pieces on Saquon is a plus too. Look you seeing where the channel goes, my brother, salute. You heard? See, this is what I do this shit for, my nigga. You understand? I, I just do it for dudes like this that gets it, that get it out there. I'm just trying to put out historic Brooklyn shit that if we don't speak about these things, these stories will be lost and forgotten forever. You understand what I'm saying? And that goes not just my city or my hood, but everybody's city and hood. If you don't document, if you don't document your hood's history, that shit gonna get lost in the source, my nigga. Yeah, the and nobody ain't gonna, gonna document it. Exactly. They gonna document that shit with arrest records and indictments and arraignments and convictions. Exactly. So, like, I'm getting yo, bro. I'm they gonna document that shit with documents. <laughs> Straight up. Now, what, what I want to ask you though, um, I don't want to be messing the names up. It, it, it's, it's Saquon and Shaw, and I, I think there's another unnamed gentleman. How did you get these these cats to do interviews with you? And then now that they've got a few under their belt and they've seen the response, how do they feel about the reception? Yeah, the main dudes I be doing interviews with is is, is Sa Saquon and 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 my dude Murder from Brownsville. Murder Saquon, and then you know I had Foul on the show. I had my bro, um, my bro Shorty Blood on the show. You understand what I'm saying? And um, my dude Wise, my dude Wise is from Best Style. Like they loving Wise, and I and I'm loving this shit, bro, because all of these dudes is getting a fan base. Like people hitting me up, like yo, I love Wise stories. Yo, I love Saquon. Yo, Murder is the best dude. Like dudes is getting their own little fan base, and I love that because all of these dudes is dudes that. I mean, some dudes reach out to me. You understand? Some dudes reach out to me because of the content they see me putting out and they love it. They hit me up. Like, my dude Wise, he was a dude that I met him. He was like, yo, I never commented on a video in my life. You heard? But I'm commenting on your shit. I feel what you're doing. And then me and son started building and he gave up some stories. You heard? And like I said, this shit is therapeutic to people, my nigga, because this is stuff niggas never spoke about to other people. 
even in their own family, their kids, everything. Like they never, people never heard of the stuff that a lot of dudes had to go through. But um, dudes like um, Saquon, we was locked up together in this terminal scene for for a while. That's my man. We was in the same jail together, and we became real close in, in the penitentiary. I mean, we was in the same dorm together, and um. Murder the same thing. Me and son was in this penitentiary together and in the streets together too. You feel what I'm saying? And we was in the streets. I mean, I didn't, me and son, I went through shit in the streets and all of that. You feel what I'm saying? And then he went to the feds and he had 20, he had 30 years in the feds. When, when that shit got signed when Trump was in office, where they changed some of the laws for the fair unsentencing, the sentencing guidelines, that nigga time got cut from 30 years to like 20 years. And, and basically he had like 17 in, 16 in. So they let him go home on federal parole or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? So because of that shit that got signed into effect, he, he came home basically seven. Matter of fact, I think he only came home like seven years earlier. He came home like seven years earlier than what he was supposed to. You yeah, feel what I'm saying? That's a blessing. Was it? You understand? So he came home. I didn't even know where he was at. He was missing. I ain't know where the fuck he was at. I was searching databases. I had the wrong last name. I couldn't find a dude. I thought he was dead. And the funny shit is, I swear to you, right when a nigga hollered at me and came home, I had just put out a song where I shouted him out in the song saying like, yo, where you at, my nigga? Like, you disappeared off the face of the earth. What happened? I can't find you. I ain't know someone was in the feds with, with all of that time. You feel me? So all of attraction. Yeah, and I mean, so that shit was crazy, bro. So... After I put out that song, that nigga reached out to me. I couldn't believe it. So that was my man in the pen. He was in the street. So me and that nigga always had a, a, a strong connection like that. Pause, you heard? But um, he don't fuck with him. Even in the can, he was the type of nigga. Like, we don't fuck with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he type of nigga. He don't, you know what I mean? I was surprised. I'm su like, listen, some of the stories that niggas give me, I'm surprised niggas is um, willing to talk about. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, and then there's other shit, my nigga, that there's all type of motherfuckers that I'm going to bring on this show that's going to be nuts, bro. And it ain't going to just be New York, I'm telling you. I ain't going to be able to just do New York. I'm going to have to expand to other cities and shit like that, my nigga. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to have to expand to other cities because the game is big. You feel me? Like I said, I got a joint called Facilities anyway, where... I'm going to be talking about different jails. I don't care where the jail is at. As long as a dude got a story. I got a dude right now is telling me he was locked up with, um. he allegedly was locked up with a dude that was allegedly charged with um Freaky, Freaky Ty's murder. Wow. He, said he, he said he was in the can with the dude. So I'm going to holler at son and see, see what he's talking about. I let, a, I, I let a jailhouse hunger strike. So, so... Muslim prisoners could uh, eat, eat during Ramadan because they serve both, you know, the, all the meals during light. So basically, the man would just had to starve. And I guess it was like white privilege, but the fact that I was involved in it, they called me in the little office and everything. And this is a work release camp, so I could have got stepped back to like the penitentiary. But uh, th th there's a hell of a story behind that. That shit got news coverage and everything. Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to volunteer. That's crazy. Yeah, nah, that that that, 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 that shit was wild. It, it was like it was like a Disney movie inside a work release. <laughs> I said that in the rhyme not too long ago. Jail on hunger strike. Two guns alike broke off the fan. Coke on the land. The pen don't stop my money. I'm top dunny. Come through, popping some off the car. God is a nigga. Brownsville jigger, R.I.P. the rigor, they miss you. This is so real, the dope and the steel. Reagan had us bugging for real, for real. Reagan had us bugging. We was too young for thugging and bucking. Yeah, my nigga, I said that shit in the bars. Jail on hunger strike, two guns alike broke off the fan. I'm like, yeah, my nigga. That's, yeah, this, that's visceral, brother. Um, you know, this would be a perfect place to end it, but I, I had one more question and, uh, you, you, you know, it, it will stick with the uh, profoundness that you just expressed in those lyrics. 
out of all the lessons, what have you found to be the most beneficial to you on a personal level? Um, you know, it's a whole bunch of lessons, bro. It's 122 lessons. You feel what I'm saying? But, um, it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. You feel what I'm saying? But, all right, how about one that at the time you learned it most contributed to you changing your behavior? I mean, it's a famous, it's a famous degree that everyone, this is where the term comes from. People say word is born. It says, have you not heard that my word shall be born regardless to whom? Have you not heard that your word shall be born regardless to whom or what? And that, that degree right there, my nigga, like, when I learned that, when, when, when I internalized that degree, it's basically just teaching you how to keep your word. You feel what I'm saying? And that, as a man, that is the most, that's the most important thing in the world, bro. If you ain't, if you ain't, if your word ain't shit, and I ain't just talking about like, because we all busy, we all got shit we got to do, so you can't do every little thing that you motherfucking told somebody you was going to do all the time. When I say your word, I'm talking about your word as who you are, who you say you are, and what you say you about, and what you're going to do. You understand what I'm saying? And when you say, I shall give my life before my words shall fail, that's in that degree. I shall give my life before my words shall fail. That's deep, bro. That that means that, that's when you take it to the level where it's like, yo, bro, listen, what I say I believe in, what I say I'm going to do, what I say I'm about in this life, this shit going to be, I'm going to show it to you. You feel what I'm saying? So with that, with that whole understanding, when I came into that whole understanding, it made me look at things differently because it wasn't no more you just running your mouth. Because if I tell you your word is bond, you understand what I'm saying? My word is bond. My shit's solid. You heard? My shit is solid. If I tell you it's going to take place, I'm going to make it happen. It's real. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. And that's how I padded my whole rap career and all of that. Like, yo, if I ever get this, my hands on this bread, that's my word. I'm going to fucking make this shit happen. And I fucking made it happen, bro. When I ain't have a studio, I used to be begging to get in niggas' studios. Begging to get in niggas' studios. Niggas used to be shitting on me. You feel what I'm saying? I said, if I ever get my hands on some fucking money, I'm getting my own studio in my crib no matter what. That's my word is bond. And when I got that bread, my nigga, I could have went and got a car, I could have went and got jewelry, I could have bought, bought a new wardrobe, 100 pair of Tim's. I said, nah, my nigga. I said, if I ever get some money, let me put in the studio in my crib. And I went straight to motherfucking Sam Mash, nigga, and I put up what that studio put a whole studio on my crib, full recording studio on my crib. And after I did all of that, I was damn near broke. You understand what I'm saying? But I ain't give a fuck, nigga. I was able to record in my crib, what? And mix and have a professional sound in my crib? It was on, you heard? So that's that's the degree that, you know, that should have changed your life, bro, because you gotta learn to keep your word to yourself to yourself, because niggas, niggas be betraying themselves. Like, yo, word the mother, I'm gonna make a move this year and do this, and then you know, you get your hands on some big money and shit, you get lazy, and you be like, yo, I ain't doing nothing, man. I ain't doing nothing, man. I'm chilling. I, ain't, I can't do that, bro. So I can't wait to get some money. My next goal, I'm trying to make a movie, bro. That's the, that's what, that's your real test. Can you make a movie that's an hour and a half, maybe two hours long. And that shit interesting. That motherfuckers actually watch it. That's the test. That's the next test I want to test myself with, bro. Tom Gist did it. I don't see why you can't. You say who? Tom Gist did it. His shit on Amazon Prime, Better Days. Shut up, Tom Gist. That's fire. I mean, that's fire. I mean, but yeah, my bro, I'm talking about directing. I mean, I don't know who directed that shit. I'm talking about me directing my own motherfucking movie. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, that's dope. But that's what the fuck I want to do, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Street shit, gangster shit, and all of that. 
You feel me? Street shit and gangster shit and all of that, but with a twist, my nigga. Not just some brutal, violent, nigga shooting shit, but real street gangster shit, celebrity packed and filled. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I want to make a legendary movie, street movie that's free for YouTube. Real talk. That's be, my goal. Should that that's be vicious? Imagine. You know, you know how, yo, let me tell you, it's some crazy movies on YouTube, my nigga. Yeah. Almost all them rap movies is on there, like choices and shit like that. Murder yeah. music, all that shit. Yeah, bro. So that's what I want to do. I want to make a fucking street, some wild gangster shit that I already got the synopsis in my head. You understand what I'm saying? And I already got the trailer for the shit, like, and the whole, you know, the whole motherfucking concept of the shit is in the in the little three-minute trailer that I got for the shit, you feel what I'm saying? I got a couple of movie ideas that's bananas. But I just want to make a crazy street-ass fucking movie, my nigga. That's, that's raw. That's rough, rugged, and raw, my nigga. That motherfuckers just going to smoke weed and watch that shit on repeat for months. Shit, I got I, I got none but faith, man, and and and, and that, that's a perfect place to end it. You know that that degree you just said, I don't remember them all, but I heard this thing this week about the five agreements, and the one that stuck out to me the most was being impeccable in your word. So, like I said, I can't think of no better place to end on that Super Facts Show, Gem Pop Recap Podcast, Super Facts Network, Saint Laz. Make sure you subscribe to Saint Laz on YouTube. You can get all the web series, Fat Fat Vegetarian. Brooklyn Legacy, Rikers Island Legends, Gem Pop, Prison Stories, um, St. Laz Music available, wherever you get your music from. You got anything you want to shout out before we get out of here, brother? Man, shout out to my whole team of story murderers you heard. But um, yeah, man, a lot of dudes be asking me for this podcast. Make sure y'all bookmark these joints. And make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast so that y'all ain't got to miss nothing and look for nothing. When you sign on whatever you listen to your podcast on, the new episode will be there. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Gen Pop Podcast, the Super Fact Show Podcast, St. Laz and Mark Ward. Look that up. Subscribe, like, share, and holler at me. The Superfast Network, home of Jeff Pop, SDE, and the Superfast Show, now available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts from. Come check out St. Laz, G from the Shop, and Mark Walter Ward.